0: Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, where each week we take a look at a new movie in a popular film series to see how it's evolved over time. I'm Tyler. And I'm not going to do an I'm Bond,
1: James Bond thing for my opening bit that I'm really starting to hate. I mean, I'm Alex. And this week... <laughs> we're, we're starting uh, the Daniel Craig James Bond
0: movies. Yes. So, yeah. Alex is very excited about this. I uh, Yes,
1: uh, I'm a huge James Bond fan. Specifically mm-hmm. of the movies, I'm really yep. just now starting to get into the books, but, you know. That's we, we, should, we should
0: specify that... Alex is, 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 since, since I'm you well were very young. I'm
1: well versed in James yes. Bond and you are not.
0: Yes. I, I'm, i pretty sure Skyfall, I saw it on On Demand, like back in, when did Skyfall come out? When,
1: 2012.
0: Yeah, back in like 2013, I probably saw it on Demand. Uh, and that was the first Bond so movie. So you've FCA.
1: probably only seen like five or six Bond movies. Yes. I know I showed you a couple before we saw Spectre in theaters. Yeah. That, that was about it.
0: Oh. Okay. Um,
1: yeah, so if you're wondering why why aren't we doing all of them, well, first off, we want we don't want to do, like, 24 <laughs> We don't want to turn movies. this into
0: a, just James, a James Bond, Bond podcast. podcast. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so we specifically want to do the, the Daniel Craig ones, especially because Spectre tries to tie them all together, yeah. and they're loosely connected.
0: And they're all kind of, like, a, their own thing. I mean, I know there's lots of references to the old stuff, but it's, it's a self-contained series for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, it so just felt It like very a,
1: much stands on its own, so it just felt right to sort of separate that out from the rest of the movies yeah. now eventually who knows what'll happen with the podcast but if we ever feel like it down the road we might split it up by actor and then yeah. just kind of we, we might occasionally each.
0: just jump jump and be like oh well let's do this guy now yeah so, we'll see
1: yeah okay so we're starting with casino royale which is according to ron tomatoes the highest uh, rated movie we've done so far on the on the show
0: i think that's probably fair
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> I think it's very fair. Uh, so, according to Rotten Tomatoes, the critic score is a ninety-five percent, really impressive, and then it has an eighty-nine percent audience score. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it flat out: my favorite James Bond movie. Okay, just go ahead and get that out of the way. Now, Tyler, what uh, what is your favorite thing about the movie, and your least favorite
0: thing about the movie? Uh, what did I say? My favorite thing is <laughs> my favorite thing is probably um, Vesper. Yeah, as a character. Yeah. She's a cool character. It's complex. It's important to the plot. In my opinion, she, easily the best Bond girl. She's a very good actress. You agree? Yes, yes. It all works very well. Um, my least favorite thing is probably, I, I guess I'd say like the first half of the movie or so. Because it's kind of them, It's kind of just, oh, we're going to jump from this point to this point, and Which is kind of something I, I, I have a problem with a lot of spy movies I've seen in general. Where it's just kind of, like, oh, well, just to be a complicated spy movie, we're going to have them... Go here to here, and follow this plot point to this plot yeah, point. Yeah,
1: you don't really get a full grasp of what you know the mission is mm. until you get to like the halfway point, and it's like, oh, okay. Like once he figures out, of course, spoilers. I, yeah, I, I think this might be the first time I've ever said spoilers, but because we figured
0: nobody ca- has cared this movie. I guess we, sh- we, sh- we should we should we should start old. specifying that we're we're not gonna really on on none of these podcasts as we get into the maybe like more recent stuff people care about. We're not really gonna gonna try and divide up the discussion. We're just gonna jump straight into. Yeah. The, we're gonna talk about everything. So.
1: Yeah. But you don't really figure out until like the halfway point when they realize that Lashie has lost all of his money. That okay, now we have to go to Casino Royale and you know make sure he doesn't win any yep. money. Like th- then you learn what, what the real plot of the movie is. But mm-hmm. up until that point, it's sort of Bond going from plot point to plot point, and then he slowly figures it out. Yep. I-, I could see how that, that's sort of a problem. Yeah, I don't know. the, no, plot, no, the just... plot points are so interesting to me. I don't really care yeah. that much. I'm just
0: not a huge fan of that style. Yeah,
1: I guess taste issues. This is fine. Uh, my favorite thing, and this is not saying anything bad about the movie. This is just how much I love this. the 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 theme song, <laughs> "You Know My Name" by Chris Cornell, my favorite James Bond theme, hands down. <laughs> I
0: know a lot of people love like Goldfinger things like that. I just want to say, why not Goldfinger? <laughs> I I d I shouldn't make fun of that. I know a lot of people like it, but it's just we we he he showed me Goldfinger and we had some issues with that movie. Um Yeah. It, that, well, it's it's an age thing. I mean I'm not I'm not trying the to. The sixties were a different yeah. time. Yeah.
1: But I, I really love the song. It it's like it, it just gets yeah. my, my energy going. Just I get excited to watch the movie whenever I hear it. And um it just you know my name. It's like the perfect title to encapsulate Okay, this is a reboot of Bond. You know who this guy is, and it's going to be great. Yeah. Like, uh, it, it just perfectly encapsulates why I love the movie, mm-hmm. even though it's a theme song. <laughs> you know. Um, my least favorite thing, probably all the poker stuff, ironically enough, considering the movie's called Casino Royale. <laughs> yep. I, I, we'll, we'll probably get into this later, but I have a, just a lot of issues with the yeah. poker scenes and just how they're... Handled.
0: Yeah. The way they're set up.
1: Yeah. Um... All right, let's let's get started. What what do you think of Daniel Craig as James Bond? Considering like the only <laughs> other person you've seen as James Bond is like Sean Connery. Yeah. Well, you uh, did see, see. Uh, Honor's Majesty*, yes. *Secret Service*. Who is that? George Lazenby. <laughs> yes. Also yes. a movie that
0: is. The sixties pro- were a different time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Was that even the sixties? I think so. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the I mean, I think he's a really good actor. Yeah. I don't really. I, I guess. The the only other context I've so, so I don't really have any other context for for James Bond aside from the '60s movies when everything was completely different anyway in the way that movies are shot and actors acted and everything. And the only other context I have for Daniel Craig is I think Cowboys and Aliens. He was into that, right? Yes. And and that's 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 the only context <laughs> I have for either of these angles. I like Cowboys and Aliens a lot. I'm not gonna lie. But the point is, from what I see here, I think he's a good actor. I think he fulfills what I know of the role very well. Yeah, I like him a lot. I he's easily my favorite Bond, and uh-huh. I I like
1: I said I'm well versed in all the Bond movies. I know each of them. I know the, lots of the fan base really loves Roger Moore and his campy goofiness. A lot of people love Sean Connery just because nostalgia. Yeah, it guys, it's really nostalgia. I mean, <laughs> he, he's fine, but see is, is he, here here's the reason I really love Daniel Craig as opposed to all the others. They don't really give any of the other actors a chance to really be like. Play a human being. Yeah, they're just like no. Play this awesome guy that everyone loves. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig, like, like I know the usual phrase, you know, with Bond, uh, guys want to be him and girls want to be with him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to be Daniel Craig Bond. Like he, I, I know he gets to be with a lot of you know very very beautiful looking women. That that's fine, mm-hmm. and he gets to go on crazy adventures and exotic locations. But he goes through a lot of stuff and experiences a no. lot of pain. And just, Daniel Craig adds so much dimension to it that I just do not see from the other actors. Yeah. and I I mean, the script is giving him a lot to work with, to be fair. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if Sean Connery had had like a Casino Royale-type script to deal with, he could probably pull something off. I'm not saying that. I'm just, you know, with what they're given, I think Mm -hmm. Daniel Craig is able to do a whole lot in making it a really three-dimensional character. Yeah. And even in the sequels, I don't think they've done quite as good a job I never at met making him mm-hmm. this human that's fair
0: um yeah uh, the, the, it's just it, funny it, thinking about
1: it cuz everybody complained when he was first cast was like oh he's a blonde that's that's terrible he's going to be horrible and, yeah with with i'm sick of fan bases and like hearing like first casting news or anything like that and they immediately just go nuts and as soon as the product comes out they're like oh, that's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Like, they completely forget how much they hated yeah. it when it was first the, announced.
0: The, um... A oh, uh, Heath Ledger. I was about to say, the the pinnacle of that, the whatever you want to call it, the the epitome of that being Heath Ledger being cast and everyone knee-jerk reaction being, oh, he's going to suck and then yeah knocking it out of the freaking park. Yeah, I, I think, and I think he killed a lot of that when that happened. Yeah. It, it killed a lot of that, that knee-jerk reaction type stuff, but there, it definitely still goes on. Yeah. Um, I was going to say... Yeah, Bond. Bond is a lot like th- this is kind of a, a reference. What, what kind of what I go into these movies with a reference of? Yeah, um, Bond is a lot like Indiana Jones. Yeah, in the sense that it's it's the, action movie archetype. Yes, it's it's the the guy who is out there swashbuckling and yeah, going on zany adventures, adventures. And
1: it's it's sort of like opposite ends of the spectrum. Whereas yeah. Bond's like the suave, smooth, classy. Kind of, gentleman yeah. guy well, yeah while well, indiana jones is like hard knuckles adventurous rough dude yeah yeah
0: um and indiana jones is kind of what i grew up on that's that's what i have nostalgia for and everything so Maybe uh,
1: eventually we'll do Indiana yeah well, jones. we
0: were talking about that earlier we'll think about that but yeah it's it's uh that's that's kind of how i how i feel when i watch this too is trying to come at it with that approach of okay so this is this is supposed to be kind of like the most stereotypical action hero you can get and yeah. and how did how does it undermine that how does it subvert the expectation for that and, yeah. and that's i mean I... even
1: though you haven't had a whole lot of james bond experience you know the tropes yeah. like you've seen countless satires yeah, and things like that where it makes fun of all the different patterns you see in a james mm-hmm. bond movie so you're you're familiar mm-hmm. with that at least so yeah, yeah. Uh, okay so your favorite thing was uh vesper yes yeah her her and uh daniel craig her and uh eva green and daniel craig Great chemistry.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to uh, hold off on that though because I feel like we should start. I want to start with just just kind of talking about maybe maybe trying to, to run through the, the beginning of it a little bit to where until they get to the the poker game and, and okay. kind of everything that goes into that and why that's the weaker part of the movie for me, which is a good thing. I'd rather the, the second half be stronger than the first half. Yeah, I will say that, but.
1: Yeah, so, so it starts off with the, the noir type thing where it's all black and white and it shows Bond getting his first two kills. Uh-huh. It's very well done. Uh-huh. I, re- I really like how he has the fake out with the guy where he takes out all the bullets in his gun. That's yeah. very nice. Um, then Bond brutally takes out the guy in the bathroom. And then he does the turnaround, the, the bullet uh, thing. You know, the typical James yeah. Bond thing. That's a very creative way to do it. And it just kind of bothers me that for the next couple of movies, <laughs> they, they put that at the End of the movie instead yep. of the beginning of the movie, whatever. Besides the point. Um, yeah, so then he then we get into the the you know my name, and mm-hmm. it's awesome. Just in terms of the opening title sequences, I think it's the best one of all yep. four Daniel Craig movies. Just in terms of how inventive it is with the with the card motif and all that. I, I really love that. Uh okay, so then we get to the introduction of La What do you think of La I
0: like him. I like him. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. can't complain about so it. we show, like his, yeah.
1: we show him and Mr. white in in uh, Uganda I think it is talking Sounds to right. some freedom fighters um, and he's talking about like using their money because uh, he's a banker for terrorists <laughs> so he's gonna take their money and try and take care of it that yeah. sort of thing uh, what do we get off to after that? <laughs> Uh, oh the the parkour chase scene Oh yeah, the, oh one of the best scenes in the movie yeah. i really love this scene it's pretty cool with uh i don't remember his name but it's one of the guys who came up with parkour in the first place is the the bomb maker who bond chases yeah and i said this while we we're watching this it's amazing that it goes on as long as it does and i don't feel like fatigued or bored or anything which is
0: kind of inherent with that kind of chase scene where they're they're not they're just, it's not just, oh, we're running after them and now they turn an alleyway and we run after them there and, like, they, they jump around a lot through all these cranes and stuff like that and, yeah. like, they, they jump Very through, creative, through a crowded there's building. A, there's a lot of
1: variety. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a cool sequence. And it's
1: before, like, everybody wanted parkour yeah. in their action movie. Yeah. <laughs> the best one I can think of is Punisher Warzone where there's, like, a bunch of parkour guys and then the Punisher just blows one of them up with a <laughs> rocket launcher in, like, mid-leap. But, once again, besides the point, I'm getting sidetracked here. So he chases him, he's able to well, he has to kill him in order to escape. He grabs his phone, finds the ellipsis text. I'm running through the movie. I'm hoping that you guys have seen this and have a running familiar familiarity yes. with it. Um
0: But it's also kinda of my kinda of to my point of they they jump around a lot. And yeah it doesn't none of it really matters aside from the fact that it's a spy movie, so we're having some some clues to follow and they're jumping around to place to place to look for things. Yeah. But
1: then M is upset because he had to go into the embassy to attack him and then he, and yeah. he killed him. And there's a, there's a good bit of character development here with bond's character where she's like, um, well he, he says, so you want me to be half monk, half hitman?" And she's like, uh, any thug can kill. I want you to take your ego out of the equation. Like I love all that stuff. Yeah.
0: It's good dialogue. Yeah.
1: Um. What do you think of Judy Dench's M? She's,
0: she's great. She's
1: good. See, I. Just thinking about this from the history of Bond, because she was the M for all the Pierce Brosnan movies. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So it's just weird they reboot it, but they keep her on. Uh-huh. Like, I'm just imagining how it must have confused people. Like, okay. oh, is this supposed to be like the same universe or.
0: A new Bond? Yeah. Or a new 007, I yeah. guess.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I hate that theory. I hate that theory that all of the Bond movies take place in one universe, and it is different guys taking up the alias of James Bond. Mm -hmm. That's why I love how Skyfall just completely ruins that. (laughs) I'm sorry for people who really like that theory. I don't. Uh Uh, Mostly because there are so many tonal variations in all of the movies, it doesn't make sense at all for them to exist in the same universe. I mean to say, Casino Royale exists in the same universe where another James Bond goes into space and shoots laser guns. Correct. That's, 70s, that's accurate. Seventies were a different time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then he he goes to the Bahamas despite M saying, "Hey, keep your head down." And uh, I, I I I do get what you're saying. Trying to tell the
0: plot, <laughs> mm-hmm. just like okay, it's so a plot point, and then another yeah. plot point, and another, another plot point. Which you could argue is a staple of, of spy movies, Yeah, I guess. But I feel like, I don't know. Uh, like, you could argue, oh, the, that's that's them creating, coming up with ways to create new set pieces and, you know, new new interesting places for him to go to and be a spy him. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a fair argument, I guess. But I feel like there are much more interesting ways to tell spy movies. Point being, or, or, or an important point I'm making here, Um, so he, he goes to the Bahamas after this, correct? Yeah. And he goes, and and In uh, thinks he's going there just to like go on vacation, right?
1: I don't think she knows he's going to the Bahamas. Okay,
0: she so she just says it's once they figure out that he's like hacking into
1: her computer that they're like, hey, he's in
0: the Bahamas. Yes, yeah. and then so 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 he goes to the Bahamas to continue tracking down this through the ellipsis thing, and but he goes rogue, is what <laughs> I'm getting at. We were we had a discussion about this a while ago. How there aren't any spy movies modern these, spy movies. Mo- yeah these days any modern spy movies in which the spy does not go rogue at some point yeah and it's it's it seriously feels like it's a it's a crutch almost like I mean you you've got the Bourne Identity and the Bourne the Bourne death. movies yes. are built on the premise right, of are,
1: he has lost his memory thus he has gone rogue yes. because people are trying to kill
0: him yes and, and that's fine I'm not I, I like like I really like Bourne movies too I, I'm just saying. There's that there Mission Impossible in which they continuously go rogue. All of all of
1: them involve him going rogue except for the second one which is easily the worst
0: <laughs> out of all five of them. <laughs> the fifth one in the fifth Mission Impossible there's an entire nation of rogue people, I guess. Which Actually is, I haven't seen that one. It's, but it's, a, it's it's weird because
1: the plot to that inspector aren't all that different now that I really <laughs> think about it, but whatever, moving
0: on. Yeah, and and there are other examples too but but the point is we 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 would like literally pull up a list of like just some of the best like spy movies modern spy movies and there's so many where the the character the 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 point is oh he's on the run from you know the or he or she is on the run from both their government's organization the other government's organization she's got a she's got a or he's got a fighter fight their way through it to you know get to the goal to prove that they're innocent while condemning the other government it's like Make an interesting movie about someone doing spy work. You don't have to have them like turn, have the government turn against them, and then they have to, to fight both. You can just make it a really interesting movie about them completing a mission. You don't have to do anything else like this. And and we'll talk about this in, in some of the other uh, or the the other three James Bond movies too, because there there are elements of that in those too. Yeah, and it's like just. Just make an interesting movie. Don't yeah. you? Don't have to. I, I get what you're bringing it up, but it's it's
1: not as big of a problem no, here. No, and, he, and
0: here and here I'm using it more to make a point than anything else because it's it's not. Yeah, there is a lot of the movie in which he's not doing that, but
1: establishing precedent. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, because eventually you know uh, he stops the the second terrorist from blowing up the plane. Yes. In in an attempt to short the stock, that way Le chief gets tons of money.
0: Yes. And there's a really cool sequence there where, where, like, like I just like all of that that's happening where he's running, like, he's running through the airport to try and get after this guy, and then he He, he figures out him. Ellipsis is the code to get into the the uh, security yeah. area of the airport. And he's, he's chasing this guy who's going to plant the bomb, and he's, like, fighting him on a van, and, and you know, eventually he, he gets the bomb off the van and attaches it to the dude, and the dude blows up, and it's a really cool, fun Daniel Craig's
1: smile it. after the guy blows up is terrifying.
0: <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah. And but that, but then, um,
1: Em's like, yeah, yeah they have a conversation because he heads back to the Bahamas and he figures out that the girl he was sleeping with...
0: To fit, to get information. To get
1: information about, uh, Demetrios. Sure. Who, yeah. Pretty much the middleman to connect the bomb makers. Yes. And then he connects to Lashif but whatever. Uh, he figures out that, that they tortured her in order to figure out information. And this establishes the precedent of pretty much every girl Bond sleeps with dies horribly. It happens. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Uh, yeah, but then M is like, I, I, fi- I figured you, you would, or, or Bond says, you know, I, you knew I was going to, I wasn't going to let this go, mm-hmm. didn't you? And she's like, well, I knew you were you. Yeah. And then they, I think they mirror that at the end of the movie. I think they have a similar mm-hmm. line of dialogue about that. Yeah, th- this actually establishes something that I, I really like that runs through at least the first three movies, mm-hmm. because, spoiler alert, at the end of Skyfall, Judi Dench's M dies. <laughs> Woo! But they establish sort of a, like, mother-son relationship between Bond and M. Like, mm-hmm. she really tr- inherently trusts him. And it ca- slightly bothers me that the- we don't really ever get an understanding as to why she initially trusts him. Yeah. But... but Regardless, she trusts him, and that I like how they build that up through through the next movies. I like how that's considering each movie is written separately. There's not like a grand plan running through mm-hmm. any of them, really. I, I like how that's that's a nice thing that's set up, and then it's nicely built up, and then it's paid off within Skyfall. Yeah, I think that's something that works organically, despite not being written organically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah, she's like, hey. Okay, so so let me go ahead and try, try and figure out the stock <laughs> stuff before before we get to the yeah. casino stuff. Um, Taking a finance class has really helped me to look at... <laughs> and it's sad that this is very much a post-9-11 type bond movie where it's like terrorists yeah, and stock market and fear Yeah. And it, this actually kind of called the housing crisis before the housing crisis happened in, in terms of shorting the stock. Mm and things like that the the movie the big short looks more at that but you know it's for another conversation um so the idea in case you you were like completely confused by this plot point so the sheaf is able to bet you you can make yeah. bets on certain stocks going up or down so the sheaf makes a bet that the the Skyfleet stock the uh, Skyfleet's the brand that makes yeah. the airplane that, that the, they're they're unveiling, they're
0: unveiling a big new airplane yeah. that is uh, Lashev's trying to get blown yeah. up through. Yeah, he, he's he's and...
1: betting against the market that Skyfleet stock will plummet. Mm-hmm. That way, he'll make a whole bunch of money for his terrorist buddies. Yeah, and himself, of course. Yes, but Bond yeah. is able to stop that from happening. Which the the plane blowing up would have caused the stock to plummet because it was a very expensive plane. I'm sure you know it's a valuable asset for Skyfleet, but whatever. Yeah.
0: Basically, the, the point is that Lashif is trying to, he's taking in terrorist money. He's trying to make it, to put it down in investments that will make it larger. Yeah. That way he can return some with interest to the terrorists and help fund them while, you know, taking some for cut. himself. Yeah. yeah.
1: But he ultimately fails because Bond is able to stop him. Yeah. So he gets really desperate. So apparently they, they, they talk about this. I, I think M gives Bond some exposition about, like, he's a wizard with math. And yeah. He, and he liked to prove it by playing cards. Yeah. So that's why he's setting up the high-stakes poker game, and then Bond's going to go in and play. Because yeah. Bond's the best poker player in the service, apparently. Sure. Sure. And then they, <laughs> and then they put the little tracker in his arm, uh-huh. which is kind of repeated it again inspector i'm not okay i'm not, I'm, not, I'm gonna tr- i keep talking about the sequels I'm, I'm gonna try not to but there's a lot of stuff that gets like oddly repeated and just mm-hmm. like whatever uh so then we meet vesper yeah
0: because yeah. vesper is kind of like his liaison yeah with with the treasury
1: yeah and they're supplying the money for him in order to be able to enter the poker game
0: yeah his buy-in money for the poker game
1: yeah what do you think of vesper i know you said she was your favorite thing yeah. Her and I mean, Bond she's, are awesome.
0: Yeah, they just have really good chemistry. And there, there's lots of really good dialogue right between them, where they're kind of, especially when they first meet, they're trying to kind of figure them figure each other out. Yeah. And that's almost like become a, a, not a cliche, but that's like a, a thing that is getting used a lot these days. Very commonplace. In, where where I mean, it's...
1: I can read people, and then, like, the other person is able to read them back.
0: Yeah, the, somebody guesses, you know, a bunch of stuff about the other person, and they, they go back and forth. Although skyfall i know
1: i said i wouldn't do this anymore <laughs> skyfall kind of contradicts part of this because she's like you didn't come from money and your friends never let you forget it his parents were rich and they had a very nice house i mean it's it very old but it was still
0: a nice house i mean he never says that she was right yeah doesn't really
1: it, it doesn't matter I'm, yeah. I'm just pointing it out just pointing it out
0: that's yeah. all um but yeah the, this this is what at a time before this was a fairly common scene yeah Uh, in movies and yeah, they, they have a nice moment where they figure each other out kind of, and, and, you know, they, there's lots of good chemistry, lots of moments where they, you know, kind of look out for each other and, and they, they end up establishing a very close relationship that, that really, really works.
1: They start her off as not liking him and it makes sense to me. Yes. Because she's like, I know what type of person you are. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to let you use me for anything. Uh So we're just going to get the mission done and that's it. Like, I love how she's very uh, quickly able to just establish the ground rules for what the relationship is. Mm-hmm. And Bond's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we meet Mathis.
0: Yes. What do you think of Mathis? He's cool. Yeah. Yes. He's pretty cool. Yeah. He's chill dude. <laughs> he's he's what, what, what is his involvement? Why is he there? I'm trying uh, to remember. I th- his specific he... position, I mean.
1: I want to say he he's probably like works at the MI6 branch in, yeah. in Montenegro or wherever. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Yeah. So he he's their man in Montenegro. Yes. In, or, and, and I think he has a line where he's like, I, uh, the cavalry won't be coming over the nearest hill if you run into any trouble. So it's pretty mm-hmm. much just us down here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's mm-hmm. Establishing the danger involved yeah. with trying to mess with a guy Makes who them... finances terrorists. Correct. Makes stuff. them feel
0: a little isolated and then... They pretty much. I mean, from there they pretty much get started with the game, right? Yeah. Is there anything of it? Yeah.
1: Well, uh, we get to see Bond's nice new car. <laughs> it's fancy. I love that car. <laughs> I love. I love me and Aston Martin. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, it's,
0: it's great. It's it's they they start the poker game and, and I guess I know I know that there's stuff that happens in between like breaks of the poker game, but I want to go ahead and just get out everything that that we have all the problems we have the, with this poker setup. Yeah. Because the idea is they're playing Texas Hold'em, I think. Yes, and because that was a popular thing at the time. Yes, two thousand six. I mean, I, I think it's still popular, but they uh, tr- basically the the biggest problem with it is that it's it's all centered upon oh Lasheef has a tell. Yeah, and it it kind of feels like it's really simplifying. Like Bond's just like oh, I just have to look for Lasheef's tell, and then I can. I can win. Yeah, like it's it's really simplifying, you know, reading reading the other people's emotions and everything, and all this stuff. And and uh, Bond ultimately ends up losing all his money from the first buy-in. Yeah, because Lashif changes his tell, or, or he's Chief's, bluffing. Yeah, Lashif bluffs with and and his, messes with what his tell actually is. And it's it's not really. Mm.
1: No, I completely forgot. It, it's Bond thinks he's bluffing. But he, but Le does end up having a, a higher hand than him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because Bond thinks he's using his tell, his bluffing tell yeah. or whatever that. It, yeah, it's supposed to be like a, he's rolling a chip around. And yeah, Bond's like, oh, that means that he's you know bluffing. I can call him on it. And yeah, he, he fails, and so then uh, eventually he gets a CIA agent named Felix who will show up. Who is a
1: mainstay in Bond movies in Bond culture? Oh, is,
0: is he in the old ones too? Yes. I do not know that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, and, and he's like, if you or I'll we'll, we'll pay to, for you to. Buy, I'm running out of chips. We'll pay for you to buy back in because we think you can do it. Uh, but you have to give us the 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 capture of LeShif or whatever. Yeah. and so he's like, okay, we'll do it. So he buys because I should point out because Vesper refuses to. Because she's back like, your
1: in. ego is totally getting in the way. You're ruining everything. You're just yeah. giving more money to this guy who funds terrorists. I'm yeah. not doing it. You're just gonna lose more.
0: Yeah. Actually, a very good scene where mm-hmm. he's like, "You're an idiot,"
1: <laughs> and then he's like super
0: mad. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was gonna say then, so that he he gets bought back in, and there's there's some more scenes like that. We really only see like three or four poker hands. Yeah. Like, there, there's just kind of, like, some some, some time-lapse fading of, of people getting uh, people losing and, and falling out of the game.
1: Yeah. I, I think they do, like, a fade, and then the, the guy who's running the whole thing goes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've been yeah. uh, playing for four hours. Time for a quick break. Yeah. And it's like, well, I, I wish I could have seen some of that. Yeah.
0: Um, I would have been really interested in, in kind of seeing them play each other, but there's, like, so, for cards or four hands that we actually see or do like a
1: slow montage of slowly slowly seeing people like lead the table yeah I I, I I th- does
0: that not happen i thought I that that think, happened i don't then. think so um but yeah so so eventually it gets to the point where it's it's uh, I, is it just bond and my no there's a couple other guys okay oh yeah that's right that's right because oh boy then so so there's all this stuff about the tell it's amazing and,
1: how good this movie is but it gets incredibly dumb here yes
0: there's the tell and all that stuff. And, and you know, the, there's all this discussion about bluffing and everything. But then the final hand, they, they're all in a row. And Bond is the last. Like, Chief is second to last. Everyone else is, like, there, there's two or three guys yeah. lined up uh, beside him. And they're all bat- betting, like, astronomically high. Yeah. And...
1: They're pretty much going all in at this point. Yes,
0: yeah, so and they're, they're all pretty much going, going crazy. And then... Uh, what I was going to say uh the the guy lays down the last or the the second to last card and like he goes around the table and it gets to the point where uh does it doesn't I'm trying to remember I think actually he he lays down all the cards and so they're all betting like super high yeah. because they all think they have this amazing hand and uh there's like this moment where where Bond and Chief are like staring each other down because Bond goes all in yeah and Leichief's like staring at him like
1: yeah, because the other two guys go all in because they have so much lower amounts. So they yes. just go all in. Oh, no,
0: no, no, that's, that's what it is. Le Chiffre, um And then Bond
1: bon decides to go all in.
0: Bond, bon, I think, bets a bunch. Le chief can't decide whether to go all in or wh- whether to raise him. Okay. And then I think he does. And then Bond goes all in. And Le Chief's like, well, I guess I'll... I'll or him. Bon. Well, yeah, he's like, oh, I think I'm going to take that hand. And so he goes all in. Yeah. And puts it down, and it, they go around in a circle, and it's like they have an increasingly higher <laughs> hand. It's it's literally a, each each person has a step up from the last guy. Yeah, the each first one has a one up. The first person starts off with like something I can't remember what it was. Like maybe like three aces or something like that. I don't know. So the first person starts off starts off with something incredibly high already. Yeah, and they keep going around. And then Lashif's like, oh, I, I won, you know, I got, like... And then Bond puts it down, and I think he has, like, the he, highest possible hand. He's a straight flush. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> the odds of that happening in any game are just
1: impossible. That would be like... And wh- it completely throws the whole, the whole, I've got a bluff, I'm looking for his talent. It completely yes. throws... I because guess you could argue that he's like, I need to trick Lashif into, you know buying this. something like that but
0: it, it doesn't feel very like it's like yes of course you're going
1: to end up betting
0: everything on the, this yeah. is the
1: perfect hand to do that L- for the
0: odds when Lashif puts down like Lashif would have would have looked at that last card and immediately gone all in because or it, it maybe tried to bait bond but he more than likely would have gone immediately all in because it, his hand was really good too yes the odds of his hand being beaten were <laughs> at that point were probably just like one out of, a, out of a, you know, a trillion. Like, it's just <laughs> something incredible. Maybe
1: not that high, but yes. It would have been...
0: No, it, I mean, like, because the odds of it going... Literally, the odds of each of these hands are, are so small as yeah. it is. That the the fact that it went one after the other, after the other, after the yeah, other... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I is... I, I would be really curious to see if you could actually calculate that. I'm sure somebody's done it. <laughs> but it's, it's got to be just impossible like I, I literally don't think there's a chance of that actually happening and I know it's movie logic but it, when it's that insane and when it, it kind of takes away from the fact that it should have been maybe Bond bluffs until the point that it should have been Bond does something to to take out chief by bluffing and using his his skills instead of oh the movie gave me this hand so I'm gonna I'm gonna put this down and take everything Yeah, it kind of ruins the whole point of it.
1: Okay, so I read the Casino Royale book recently, Mm -hmm. and they actually play Baccarat in that.
0: Yeah.
1: First off, Baccarat is just so much simpler a game to understand. You can explain it in 30 seconds. I think the book explains it in like half a page how Baccarat works. And they're like, okay, I got it. So whenever they're playing, I'm like, okay, I understand what's going on. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Poker is much more complicated you need to know what each of the hands mean and like how do you know you have a very high hand or not they do not waste any time trying to explain poker to you at all yeah so it's just if you don't know <laughs> poker you're completely lost for those scenes and you you're you're basing your reaction on the audience's reaction in the game just watching everybody play it's i I don't know it it just feels very poorly thought out and then the worst part is mathis is just standing over there to the side with vesper like Mm -hmm. oh oh yeah he's i think he sees a bluff uh, or his tell it's working or something (laughs) that is just such a lazy way to tell the audience what's going on and but it makes vesper look like an idiot Mm -hmm. and the the worst part is when when he Mathis is telling her how much is in the pot, like how much everybody has bet so far. And he's like 150 million in the pot.
0: I really wanted her to turn into him and be like, I'm an accountant. (laughs) I can count. And doesn't, isn't there something where Bond tries to like tell her how to, how poker is played. And then she, she bluffs him into, isn't there a a dialogue about that where it turns out she actually knows a fair bit about poker
1: they don't have a specifics about, like, how the cards work or anything. They pretty much just talk about how you play the person across from you and how bluffing is important. That's, that's like, all they touch on. Mm-hmm. And it's just very frustrating. And just, I know Baccarat's not nearly a popular game like uh, poker is, yeah. but...
0: It might have... I mean, it would have been For more the sake of audience yeah.
1: understanding and being able to tell what's going on just by looking at the cards instead of being told that by Mathis is... Mm. I don't know. I, I feel like that, that would have done a lot more for those scenes. It's. I, I feel like when it comes to like them bluffing or giving the tell or whatever, I feel like the performances are good enough to be able to tell what's going on without having Mathis going, oh, I think Bond can see the tell. Maybe he is right. Like, no! <laughs> no! Stupid! You're treating the audience like we're idiots. Yep. And you're treating Vesper like she's an idiot at the same time. Stop.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's very annoying. Um, I, I just pulled it up because I was curious. The, the, I don't know how, how good this this math is, but it's just the, the first, like, result I saw. And it's the only one that I can see that actually calculates it. Uh, it looks like somebody calculated that it, it, the odds of that hand happening would be about 1 in, like, 150 mil, fifty billion, Sorry.
1: Oh, great. So <laughs> Delightful. Yeah. Ah, Hollywood, you've done it again. <laughs> you've done it again. Oh, geez. So in the middle of this, we get, like, two very intense sequences. Mm-hmm. The first of which is Bond has to fight a couple of terrorists that come to threaten Le Chief, Yeah. Which is also a very intense scene because they almost chop his girlfriend's arm off. Yes. And then they're like, and oh. And Le Chief doesn't do anything to try and stop yeah. them, which says a lot about his character without actually having to say anything, and then which just, I always appreciate. Yes.
0: And then the, and then the, the guy who's about to cut, cut off his girlfriend's hand is like, oh, you, d- you don't even care at all, do you? And then he yeah. just, like, walks out. And then they
1: get into the awesome stairwell fight scene, yes. which is very well done. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Vesper's like freaked out because Bond had to violently murder both of those guys. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, the blood won't come off of my hands." Mm-hmm. And that's a very nice scene. Yeah. And I like how they don't turn it sexual at yeah. all. It's sort of just like Bond's Freakie. there to console yeah. Yeah, her.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and then, Bond just
1: do- doesn't immediately turn into okay, let's get physical. Mm-hmm.
0: Like that's and then and then um. Mathis hides the bodies by by making some guy like framing some guy. I guess, who I make, I
1: guess it would be one of the chief's chiefsmen. Yeah. I guess he puts but, it.
0: It puts them in his trunk. Yes, puts the puts the bodies in this dude's trunk, and then they show they see the police arresting him or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's interesting. It's good.
1: Mathis is good. Uh, uh, comedic timing. Yeah. Uh, and and then also we have the the scene where Bond gets poisoned, which is very intense. Oh yeah. How accurate is the the pumping his heart exactly? What,
0: so I mean, this is something that a lot of people have pointed out. There's been a lot of, I guess you could say, backlash. Just, <clears throat> a lot of people recently have have pointed like cracked down on the oh, movie is always used defibr- defibrillators wrong. Yeah, because it's not. They're supposed to be used. I believe I'm getting this right. They're supposed to be used for you. Uh, use them on someone whose heartbeat is really slow to, yeah. to jumpstart it. You don't use it on someone whose heartbeat is gone because the, it won't do anything. Yeah. Uh, and I believe... Comment on
1: Twitter to tell Tyler he's wrong.
0: Correct. <laughs> and from what I can tell, it seems to use that right. Like, it, it he uses it to... or. Uh, Vesper uses it, right? Yeah, because he
1: goes unconscious before he's able to plug everything in. Because yes. one of the plugs is undone,
0: mm-hmm. so while he's trying to do that, he goes unconscious. But it's, it's, I think it's before we can tell for sure that his heartbeat is stopped yeah. completely. So she, I'd, I'd say it's possible. I would think so. Okay. Um, a very intense scene. Yeah, he he like stumbles out because is it? I, I think is this like when it turns or when it looks like he's starting to win again after he gets bought out or after he gets a second buy in. Lachif has him poisoned because he's doing well. I, th- I think that's, so. That sounds right. And, and so he he poisons his his drink and then Bond flips out and, and runs outside. And then there's a great little thing where he comes back in and, and I forget what he says. He has he has some line where he looks at Lachif and says it as he sits back in.
1: Oh, uh, let, let me see if I can think of it just off the top of my head. Um, oh, uh, he, he, Lachif doesn't say anything. He just sits down and he's like, last hand nearly killed me. Oh yeah, that's
0: right. And Lachif's just like,
1: well, they also did what the thing before him where he he got he had to clean himself up after the fight in the stairwell, and uh-huh. he shows back up. And she's like, "You changed shirts, Mister Bond." Mm. I don't. I hope our game isn't causing you to perspire. And then Bond says something like, "I wouldn't consider myself in trouble until I start weeping blood." Yeah, <laughs> which is a nice
0: little jab at him. A
1: little tête à tête, you know. Yes, it's very nice. And then Bond ends up winning in the very dumb, uber convenient. Yes. Is that the most convenient plot point to ever happen? Statistically, it would have to be, would
0: I don't know how... I I mean, I'm sure that... Maybe it's not, but I don't know how you could calculate the the convenience possibility of of other... You know what's sad?
1: Still doesn't bother me nearly as much as the convenience exposition elevator in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Correct. That's fair. Um, But then uh, Bond and Vesper have a very nice dinner scene after that where it has one of my favorite lines in the whole movie where she's like, it doesn't bother you killing those people? And he's he's about to take a sip of his drink, he's like, wouldn't be very good at my job if it did. Yeah. Uh, Like, they do a whole lot of saying, like, Mm -hmm. describing Bond's character without giving us just tons of exposition.
0: Despite the fact that the game itself is bad, the, the, the overall, like, everything that they use, that they frame it, everything that that is is framed by the game yeah is is very good everything really happening around it yes. is great it's yes. just the game <laughs>
1: itself and then math is talking to Vesper on the side yes. that, that's the only part that's really bothersome and so uh, then they kidnap Vesper
0: yes they, they win so much like La Chief's like Nah, man and yeah he, <laughs> he uh, they kidnap Vesper bond von bond bon, Veers out of the way when he's driving because he's trying to chase after Vesper, and then he, she's lying in the middle of the road. and He and, flips over, and they got the world record for the most flips, <laughs> most car flips, I believe. It looks cool. Yeah. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it would actually happen. I doubt it would, but <laughs> it looks
1: cool. And then they rip the tracker out of his arm, and then Lashiv says that Mathis is working for him. Yeah, it's gonna be very confusing when we get to Quantum Assaults where he that ends up being a lie. Yes. Whatever. And then they get into the torture scene, which... Very, uh... Pretty dark for a Bond movie. Yep. Not for the books, because they do it in the book. And it's actually even darker with some of the <laughs> stuff they talk about. But... Yeah, it's, it's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And the acting in it is superb.
0: Yeah, it's very good. Because Bond... Did, did, yeah, basically, Bond is sitting naked... In a in a chair with no bottom,
1: getting his balls
0: whipped. Yes, with like a, a giant rope, uh, that Lashif is holding, and uh, Bond is just like, the, or he he he's telling him like, or but he he seems to be really getting to him. He he has this long like spiel where yeah. he seems to be really really you know getting under his skin, and then Bond's like, laugh, starts laughing, and he's like, hit more to the right or something yeah. like that.
1: He's like, I've got a little itch, yeah, down there would you mind? And then he starts saying, he's like, no, to the right, to the
0: right. And then he's like, yeah, when he does it, and it's, it's great. It's, it's horrific. The
1: whole world's going to know that I, or you died scratching my balls. I remember seeing that in the theater. I was a kid, like 10, 11 years old, seeing Uh it in the theater with my family. Uh And like the whole scene was uber awkward. And then it got (laughs) to that point and it was like, okay, releasing (laughs) the tension a little bit, you know, it's it's nice. And then, yeah, Lashif is about to do even worse things to Bond. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't really feel comfortable discussing that any further. Woo. And Mr. White shows up and shoots Lashif in the head. Yes. And leaves Bond alive. Because,
0: because Lashif has completely screwed up all this investment, the terrorist investment, all that stuff. Yeah. And then he leaves Bond alive. Yes.
1: For reasons. Sure. They explain it at the end of the movie. I'm not just saying that, yeah. ironically. Uh-huh. So then we get into Bond's recovery, and Mathis gets tased and taken away, because... Bond tells them about,
0: oh, Lashiv said that he's the the double agent,
1: whatever. Uh, And then he gets They breeze over the recovery. In the book, they actually talk about how he's afraid that he won't be able to be with a woman intimately again, and how he feels, like, completely emasculated because Uh of what happened to him in the torture. And that's just completely breezed over. Yeah. Like, it's not even addressed at all. It's just like, oh, he's having sex with Vesper. It's all great again. Woo! <laughs> but I'm fine with it just because they do more stuff with uh, Vesper and Bond. Just, yes. like, working on their relationship. And then, um, like, the scene where uh, Mr. Mendel shows up. And they're trying to type in the code to get the money. And, and he uh, Bond tells her the password is her name. Mm-hmm. That, that was nice. Yeah. It was very nice. And then... They decide, hey, I, you shouldn't be a secret agent anymore. Look what it got you. Let's let's just run away together. We're in love, isn't it great? And then they run off, and it's great. Yeah, and I love it. <laughs> but that's not
0: not where the movie is.
1: Yeah, I know. If only. <laughs> so then, <laughs> so I'm saying the rest of the movie is bad. I'm just saying. Yes, it's for a very the, good for the sake of Bond's character. You know,
0: it's, it's a very good twist. Uh, basically, they they are living together for a while. They're in Venice. Yes, yeah. Venice. And then it turns out uh, the, the bond bond. I, I forget how exactly it's revealed to him. Uh, M calls him to ask about the money because he he has all this money in an account and he hasn't given it back to any of the governments or anything. And and M's like, when are you planning on transferring it to us? And he's like, Oh, I I, I was kind of hoping you wouldn't want it back or something like that. Yeah. And then he sees uh, Vesper's like. Palm thing? I don't know. It's, it's like some personal sort of, message. Yeah. It's some sort of outdated uh, technology at this point, but he sees some message on there that says something about like meet me at the bank or I forget what exactly the contents are. So, something that tells him, Oh, or no, 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 that's, that's, that's doesn't, doesn't, he, isn't he talking to him and then, uh, or he, he calls,
1: he calls Mr. Yes. Randall.
0: That's right. He calls him and then he's like, Oh, the money's being transferred right now. Yeah. And then Bond sees that on the message thing, and he's like, "Oh crap!" Yeah,
1: and so he follows Vesper, and he finds out that she is giving the money to supposedly guys that are somehow connected to Mister White, and the chief. Yes. And then there's an awesome shootout. Yes. Is it too over the top? Because the, the like that the. House and Venice is the completely ideas, falling they, into yeah, the water. Yeah, they way. go into this house
0: the and there are all these like air tanks, I guess, at the bottom. I yeah. assume they're like strapped to the floor or something like trying that,
1: trying to keep the house afloat. Yeah, I, maybe like
0: they're—I don't know—I don't know what how that works. I don't know if that's realistic, but yeah, they they shoot them and then the house starts sinking. Yeah, which I think is really cool. I I, I think it makes for a really interesting set piece. Yeah, as as the house kind of collapses and slowly sinks into the ground, and then Vesper gets caught in like this elevator. His old timey elevator that that snaps and like falls down. Yeah, and so she she starts to drown at the end of all this. And then he dives down to try and go after her, and ultimately she drowns before he can get to her. And it's a very like just just nerve wracking emotional because it's like he just or she just uh, you know betrayed him betrayed him and and now she's dead and he doesn't know he's not he doesn't have any closure and he's like what ah. yeah and it's just it's just super like heart wrenching. And then uh, he talks to him and and kind of like resolves or, you know, she kind of gets his feelings on the situation.
1: Yeah. And, and he's pretty much like cold. He's like completely yep. turned off at this point. He's like, yeah, she's dead. I'm yep. move on. Yeah. But then he's looking closer at her personal messenger. Yeah. Uh, I said messenger. It's messenger, right? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. He he looks (laughs) at the weird-looking device that's totally outdated, and then he he sees the message where she left him Mr. White's contact information.
0: It says, like, for James. Yeah. uh, And then it says Mr. White. Because we
1: see at the end of the action scene, Mr. White has the money now.
0: Yes. And then
1: we have one of my favorite endings to any movie ever, Mm -hmm. where he tracks Mr. White to his, like awesome villa or whatever yeah, and calls him on his phone and shoots him in the leg and then walks up and he's like, the name's Bond, James yes. Bond. And then the theme finally <laughs> kicks in. <laughs> it was, ah, yeah. oh, that's great. Oh, it's very well done. I I love it. Uh-huh. I love everything about this movie, even the There's stuff I don't really love. I was about
0: to say, I mean, the, the poker stuff is ridiculous, but it's not like I mean, it's just, it's 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 Hollywood. What are you gonna do? Like they're, they're they'll set up stuff. It could Even have been done great
1: be- things. There has to be a little bit of stupid. Yeah,
0: it could have been done better, of course. But but that's like it's that and the fact that the the opening is a little convoluted and takes a little bit to unwind and figure out where it's going. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty. There's nothing really bad about this movie. Like I I I can't really. The, those are the, those are pretty much my only complaints. Like yeah. it's it's and, and I think they're they're decently major. Yeah, but not to the point where where I can't. It, I think it's a very good movie. I I would agree that it's the best thing we've seen we've watched so far on this this podcast. I mean, to be fair, it's really not saying a whole lot. Well, I'm thinking even like Spider Man Two. Which people yeah. When when did this come out? Two thousand six. When was Spider Man Two? Two thousand four. Yeah. So. Comparable, and
1: I know that superhero movies—that's a whole different. I feel bad. I totally forgot to say my at the beginning when I was sent, given the scores. It was directed by Martin Campbell. Came out in 2006. Yes. I,
0: I, uh, <laughs> what have you done? I gotta keep up with my format. Don't worry. I will. i I probably won't, but I'll uh, tell you that I will. Just. <laughs> well, I don't listen to these, so who knows?
1: <laughs> I feel bad for Martin Campbell because he did Green Lantern. Oh. They should have brought him back for for. Specter or whatever mm-hmm. I mean I know we'll get to that obviously but they should have brought him back for one of one of the ones after yeah. Green Lantern yeah just, just no because okay, hey buddy it's no, okay no because we no, forgive you he also directed Goldeneye uh-huh. which is my really? one of my favorite Bond movies as well so he's and that was Pierce Brosnan's first movie mm-hmm. as James Bond so he's done a great job with like the first of yeah. <laughs> of James Bond actors you know
0: ah uh-huh.
1: oh, this movie's so good
0: it really is. It's a lot of fun. It's it's, it's, it's really not, interesting. It's not that...
1: something I'd want to watch like very
0: often. Yeah, but it's like just every once in it's a while. It's good to think about it and be like, "Hey, Hollywood can put out good things sometimes." <laughs> <laughs> like like it's, it's it's a nice. It's I mean, there's lots of emotion. There's good character development. There's great acting. Yeah, it it all it, it comes together very well. It's an, it's a very nice. It it neat does what thing
1: very few Bond movies do, which is really make you care about Bond as yeah. a person. And the fact that it's able to humanize him without like and really it, being a detriment at all—in fact,
0: it just enhances how interesting yeah. he is. We'll, we'll have to talk about it more in the other movies too. But I feel like this of the of the these of the Daniel Craig movies has the strongest arc, and I think it kind of said something to this uh, effect earlier in the podcast. But it it has like the the change from him being this kind of like not naive, but this guy who's kind of trying to figure out how what kind of spy he is. Into very this, ego-driven yes into this cold-hearted killer yeah is like like how that morphs it, it's done very well it, it, it just works yeah right because you feel you feel that he's and very it, and it's it's great
1: because it's not constantly distracting where it's like oh it's a character development scene yeah. oh it's another one it, it's just like you get from point a to point b and you're like whoa i didn't even realize i was i was on that yeah, path
0: because they do a very good job of setting up where you feel like he's swinging back and forth like you feel like he's got these very like emotional passionate like drives to everything that he does and so it's like well of course when this when this happens that that's that's it's it's genius of course that that's what turns him into the cold-hearted killer when vesper betrays him and 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 dies that's what makes him really turn into the into this and just shut out shut out everyone else from from all emotional contact yeah like that that makes perfect sense it it, they set that up very well very well done yeah (laughs) Uh, do we do we have any final thoughts? Um, I know
1: we're we're kind of heading in a little early here. Yeah. from what I remember, the score is really good. Um, yes, it's very good. I love the rendition of the James Bond theme. Yeah, and I think they repeat it for all of the Daniel Craig movies, like this yeah. specific version.
0: I, I'm pretty sure they do. Oh, it's so good though. <laughs> I'm just trying
1: to think if I have any more
0: complaints opening, would... The opening sequence is cool. The little credit or not credits. The more oh, yeah. black and yeah. white bit. No, 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 the, um, the, what do you call it? I already talked about that, yeah. With the cards and the... the yeah, the main animal. title sequence, yeah. Title sequence, there we
1: go. Yeah, like I said earlier, I think that's my favorite of all four.
0: Yeah, there, there's all these cool cards it's flying It's better than around. the
1: one in Quantum of
0: Solace, I'll tell you that much. Woo! <laughs> yeah, there's there's all these cards flying around and darts and stuff. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, do Do we have
1: any final thoughts, really? Not really. If if for some reason you don't like this movie, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, uh, which we're I, not. Gonna... I, I know. Okay, I know. I try to say this to cover my butt every time, but <laughs> yeah, everybody has their own opinion. Don't be offended if we say something that you don't like. And. and... We'll, we'll try not to be offended when you we send us— We promise
0: your opinion matters, too. We, just not as much as ours. No, I'm kidding. We, yeah, won't, no, that,
1: we won't be offended when you send us mean tweets aimed at Tyler about correct. how much he is wrong about everything he ever says. Correct. Except for when he agrees with me.
0: Correct. I'm surprised <laughs> it hasn't already happened. Um, but yeah, it's—I it's, I, I find it very hard to believe that anybody would really dislike this. Which Unless is, like they said, have,
1: like, super nostalgia. This is, for the this is not, owners. I mean, I'm
0: not, I'm not about, I'll, I guess we can go in and get to grades now. talk about this. I, I'll, I'll give this, or I'm giving this a B plus, which for those of you keeping score is, is the highest grade I've given it anything so far. It's, it's up a tick from anything else I've given so far. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, like I said, I think there, it has pretty much just two major obvious problems. That's about it. There's, there's not a whole lot to dislike. There's, there's. I mean, the, I, I just think the pacing gets a little off a bit, and some of the 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 poker thing is kind of the crux of the movie, and that's kind of a problem. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really see how anyone could really dislike this movie because it's it's very good. Like yeah. there's there's no, they don't make many mistakes, and the I I, I mean like I, I'm obviously I'm not giving it you know a perfect score by any means, but I'm I just can't really see how you can go much lower than yeah you know eighty percent.
1: I'm I'm just trying to think about it, and maybe. For, like, people who really like the Bond formula.
0: Because mm-hmm. it doesn't really
1: follow the Bond formula that much in terms of, like, the plotting. Yeah. So I, I guess maybe people who just have, like, super nostalgia for old Bond and they just don't really like to see changes or updates. this feels very much just like an update of Bond in the modern world. Yeah. I agree. And I know the, the, the other movies try to handle that and they make it much more upfront about that, like, this is Bond in a modern age, but this one just, I don't know, it, do, it does that without having to constantly tell you, hey, it's the modern age. Oh. <laughs> it's a different time for espionage. I Overall, I mean, I know it's a long movie, but it just feels very... Is efficient. it really? How long is it? Like, two hours and 20 minutes, hmm. something like that. It's it's very efficient, and it's very effective. Yes. At least for me. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving it an A-. Mm-hmm. And... For those of you keeping score we need to find some way to put the score yeah, I'll look um, into seeing if on the if blog on our, or something. On our blog
0: I, I can keep it somewhere yeah which I, I don't I haven't actually referenced the blog at all but actually I think that's what I usually post to Twitter I don't know we'll, we'll look at that <laughs> obviously
1: um, we have no idea what yes, we're doing
0: correct I don't think it matters I don't think any of you have have, have tried to contact us yet sorry if you have I don't know. <laughs> just come yell at us on twitter please when you, we want we want feedback of some sort uh we're at hct sequels um eventually i'll probably figure out a gmail for you guys to to send us stuff to as well but first let's baby steps give me at least 140 characters of your thoughts uh <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But, but yeah i'm giving it an a minus which is like i said the highest i've given a movie so far um just mainly for me just the poker thing just keeps it if the poker stuff was like perfect mm-hmm. I might give this like a perfect rating I don't know
0: yeah. there's not not much else to, to, to hurt right. it for
1: but just me as a personal James Bond fan this, this is like, like everything I want in a James Bond movie yeah and, and if you can give me a Bond that I care about and I get what's going on in his head and I get a great actor like Daniel Craig doing the job I'm happy. happy. Oh, all
0: right. So, what are we doing next week? <laughs> next week, we are doing Quantum of Solace, which will not make you happy. Well, <laughs> much. There are a few points. Few points. Yes. Uh, but Yes.
1: Yeah. Next week, Quantum of Solace. Thank you guys for watching. Do we have any other uh, things that we want to talk about? Any any links or Twitter things? Or we're okay.
0: Just, yeah. At HCT equals. About all we got. Please respond. We're so lonely. Well, one of us is. (laughs) And I mean me. Yes.
1: See you guys next
0: time. (laughs) Bye. Adios.